1: Winning cures everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris.
0: What's up? What's up? Winning cures everything. College football preview show for week number four. I'm Gary. And I'm Chris. You can find us over at winningcureseverything.com. We do a Pick'em contest over there every week. We have had three big-time winners all get Tunica prize packs. You can go sign up for that again this week. We've already got the lines up. They're already rocking and rolling. Get over there. Get yourself entered. All it takes is an email and a couple of minutes of your time to fill out some multiple-choice questions. So, head over to winningcureseverything.com. Check that out. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button for us. Tell us whether you like or don't like. Uh, tell us if you agree. If you don't agree, tell us what your picks are. Tell us what we got right, what we got wrong, etc. All of those wonderful things. Leave some comments on the YouTube videos. Click like if you would. Hit subscribe if you would. Share the show out with your buddies. Tell them about it. It's a word of mouth. That's how you grow. That's how you how, stay, how you do things, right? We do. We do
1: appreciate all the fans, yes. all the people watching, all the people listening, and uh, and sharing it out.
0: It means a lot. It really does. If you're listening on the podcast, make sure you hit subscribe. Make sure you leave a nice five star review. Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Spotify, whatever your favorite podcast app is, we're on it. Just go look for "Winning Cures Everything." Obviously, if you're listening to this, you've already found it. So congratulations. But yeah, hit subscribe for us, share that thing out. The show, every week, every show, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books. I was just down at them last weekend. Wonderful, wonderful places. You can find more information on them. You can make some decisions about what you want to do while you're down there, etc. Go to tunicatravel.com, help yourself out, get down to the Delta. So, we got some big games this week.
1: We do have some big games.
0: Last week, mm, okay. Now we got some big boy games. But but this week we got some big boy games, and I mean, there's some of these that last week would have been the headliner, and this week they're like three, four down the rung. Correct. I mean, just just ridiculous. Uh, you ready to go on a fire into them? Come on, let's do this thing. We don't want to take up too much of your time. Game number one. Notre Dame at Georgia, number seven versus number three. Georgia, a 14-point favorite down in Athens. Total of 56, 7 p.m. on CBS. It's at Sanford Stadium down in Georgia. Notre Dame has not been a double-digit underdog in the regular season since USC in 2016. Before that, it was 2013. Now, obviously, there were like 11-point dogs to Clemson last year, but man. It's a lot of points. This is a ton of points. They
1: are separated by four spots in the rankings, and they are a wide
0: margin based on what Vegas thinks. Notre Dame's defensive line averages weighing like 276 to 280 pounds. That's their average for their defensive line. Georgia's offensive line averages like 340. Notre Dame's defense gives up on average. Now, they've only played, what, two games now? That's right. They, they have been giving up 240 yards rushing a game. Georgia averages 287 rushing. Now, the big difference here is Ian Book and that offense have been making some big-time plays. That's right. And they're, the wide receiver core looks good. They got playmakers, and obviously we don't know who these guys are yet, but they are fast, and they can make some plays down the field. So the question is... Will be can Georgia's defense slow down their offense? Because I don't think that Notre Dame's defense can slow down Georgia's. So, how are you leaning on this? Like, let's let's go ahead and get into the 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 pick section of this.
1: I would really like to see George uh, Notre Dame have a good show in here.
0: I, th- I don't think we're gonna get it. Now, I think Georgia is really. I think Georgia may be the best team in college football this year. Yeah, they could be. I am. I am about ready. They could be to, to say that Georgia's going to win the SEC. Yeah, like I, mean, I, they could. I, I feel really good about that. Uh,
1: I know this their side of the fence. <laughs> I mean, the East they they should they should moonwalk to to Atlanta. Yeah, there's going to be a fist fight on the West.
0: Yeah, and Georgia's still got to play at Auburn. Yep. you're right. But but that's that's just that's one big game. I still think that they are heads and shoulders better than than Auburn. I, no, um, you're
1: probably right. No, I don't I don't know that I disagree with that.
0: Yeah. Uh I am gonna take Georgia minus the fourteen here. I think I, if I had to lay it, I'd lay it. All right. So we're we're both rolling Georgia here. I I would like to see a close game. I mean this was close, you know, in South Bend two years ago. I mean it was a one point game, but that was right when Georgia was coming on the scene. You know, there was there was a lot to that. Uh but man, Georgia just looks like the ridiculously better team right now. Right, just ridiculously better. All right, let's move into game number two. Michigan at Wisconsin. Wisconsin a three and a half point favorite. It's in Camp Randall Stadium in Madison, Wisconsin. Eleven a.m. on Fox. The total is forty-three. Super low total makes perfect sense. But man, these these Fox big noon kickoffs already driving me nuts. All right, it, it's it's. It's great, it's fine, it's fun. You know, because as soon as you get out of the the pregame show, it's like, all right, turn off game day. I like it
1: because usually the first set of games are boring, and because I'm already watching pregame and I haven't really gotten into, like, a big honeydew list, like, I get a lot of the early game to watch. And then after about, you know, the end of that game, I start getting the the eyes in the back of the head saying, you're just going to sit on your ass all day? Are you going to do something? And then now I I start (laughs) missing some of the bigger games to try to make some appeasements in the house. I'm not upset with it. Of course, I'm not the one that has to wake up and be ready to to, to go to a fist fight at 11 in the morning. Yeah. Okay, so that's not my problem. My problem is, is I get to wake up and I get to watch a really good football team and then I might have to go
0: do some crap. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I can I can see where you're coming from with that. So I'm not mad at it. Uh, I just I feel like Camp Randall at night for this game. Oh well, would that's have been a different a, conversation. Though. That's that's what I'm saying. Yeah, like they're they're turning these Big Ten, uh, whatever Big Twelve games into these 11 a.m. games, and it's just it kind of makes it feel less big, which I think could help Michigan in this spot.
1: Oh uh, yeah, if you're the road team, you absolutely 100 this game at, at noon. My, at some point in time, I'm gonna end up at Camarillo at night. Yeah, it's just really hard when they don't have like a set schedule, and we say this game's gonna be played at 6:30, 7 o'clock. Yeah, I need I need that to happen so I could schedule vacation. Jim
0: Harbaugh, one of only two coaches, he and Tom Allen, to have coached at least six games as an underdog and never win one outright at their school. He's two and four against the spread as an underdog, but he's never won one outright. Michigan, they hammered Wisconsin last year. That's right. They sure did. And I don't think Wisconsin is going to forget about that. Uh, Wisconsin ranked number one in the country in team efficiency, number eight in offense, number one in defense. Michigan ain't that. No. They have not looked cohesive yet. Uh, there are chemistry issues on offense. Josh Gaddis's. Play calling and whatnot, very suspect so far. I mean, do you do you trust Harbaugh here? So before the season started, we both we both was shocked the hell out of me that you had
1: Michigan going 12-0. Now I, I will say this. I Michigan had Michigan
0: going 12-0. Defensive efficiency as far as SP plus numbers. They've got Michigan number one defense in the country right now. Yep. Now that surprise me. It it's a little questionable because when i look at it i'm like okay maybe they're seeing something i'm not cuz this it doesn't look like the number 1 defense but when you look at the numbers and the the success rate and and everything else as far as you know team efficiency Wisconsin is number 1 in team efficiency and defensive efficiency but SP plus defensive efficiency Michigan is number 1 so all of these analytics that like I tend to trust, right? Because it, it has to do with the things that really matter. They cut out the garbage time, which there hasn't been a lot for Michigan here lately. Uh, there has been for Wisconsin. But it cuts out all the all the crap, and it just points At to... At what
1: point in time do they cut out the garbage time when Wisconsin is beating people 79 to nothing? Well, here's the deal. So So where does garbage time start? Because when it's 35 to nothing in the second quarter... Do they
0: they say, okay, everything else is just trash? In the first quarter, because I heard Bill Conley talking about this, in the first quarter, it is if you go up by 43 points in the first. So basically the entire first quarter matters, right? Second quarter, if you are up by 36 points, then it drops down to like 29 points in the third and then 21 points in the fourth. So for Wisconsin, basically the second half of every game – Hasn't mattered. Has not mattered. And the issue is, like, they are consistent. Like, they do not want you to score on them. And if they bring that same kind of fire to this game with how Michigan's offense has looked, one, if Shea Patterson can't hold on to the football, it's over. Ooh, this is going to be a give, long day. You give them a
1: short field, it's over. So, so I'm, I'm going to give you my pick. I'm going to give you my pick. Go ahead. I, I originally had Wisconsin going 12-0. I mean, Michigan going twelve and zero. Yeah. Originally had them winning the the Big Ten and making it to the playoff. Saw two weeks of football from both of these teams. I think Wisconsin's one of the best teams in the country, and I think Wisconsin has a. Ch- I think they win the game. I think they cover. I think there is a chance they beat their ass. Now I don't know what what, what is beat the money their ass. Like
0: on this. Uh, it's probably pretty even. I'm a. Uh, I'm... No, it's not even. 71% Seventy-one percent on Wisconsin.
1: That's not. I mean, that's not crazy though. No, it doesn't. It doesn't get scary until you get in the eighties.
0: Well, the the re, I don't think it'll get in the eighties because it's Michigan, right? But I'm just saying it doesn't
1: get scary until it gets in the eighties. There, there are no statistics that you can learn from seventy points, seventy percent of one way or the other.
0: Man, my eyes have told me that it is Wisconsin. And I think that is, that's one of my biggest problems as a better, right, is going against what you have seen and saying, ah, but maybe there's something fluky going on here.
1: Look, like, I like Jim Harbaugh. I'm one of the few people in the world that actually like Jim Harbaugh. Yeah. I, I believe in him. I've been a defender of his since he's been there. I think he's a really good coach. My biggest problem is, is I've watched Shea Patterson play football at Ole Miss, and I've watched Shea Patterson play football at Michigan. And I don't know that this is a Harbaugh situation. I think Harbaugh, and we've had this conversation on the show before. Yeah. I think all of Harbaugh's flaws at Michigan have been he has not had a trigger man yet. Yeah, and I don't know. think he still does in Shea Patterson.
0: Yeah, you're probably right.
1: That's that's where my belief comes in of making my pick is he is still struggling to find a quarterback there. Look, look I've been an LSU fan my whole life. I know what this is like. Great football teams hindered because you have an anchor, you have a dead weight just pulling your team down by its throat, because you you don't have the right guy with the football every snap. There's no coaching that can fix that. If you don't have the dude that can do it, you can't teach him to do it.
0: Yeah, I'm a roll, Wisconsin too. I could be wrong.
1: I could be wrong.
0: I don't think you are this time. But but
1: I'm just I'm just saying I I don't believe in Shea Patterson. They make the move. They put in McCaffrey. McCaffrey does some crazy stuff. Then all bets are off, and i got to see what I'm looking at.
0: Yeah. I mean, but, that's that's a good point. That's but good I point. don't believe in Patterson. Game number three, uh, Auburn at Texas A&M. Now, A&M is a four-point favorite here. The total is 48. A little low, it seemed like. Yep. 2.30 p.m. on CBS, Kyle Field and College Station until last season. The road team had won every matchup dating back to 2012, and then Auburn got the win at home last year. Under Jimbo Fisher, A&M is 7-1 and against the spread, 8-0 and straight up as a home favorite. The only non-cover was against LSU in that seven-overtime game last year when they were favored by three, and they only won by two. Yep. Should have lost the game. Yeah. Yeah. Um I think I like Jimbo in this spot. I'm staying as far away from this game as possible. I um, because I, yeah, really, I, mean, I I'm not. I,
1: I really like both of these teams. I I'm gonna watch every second of this game. I like both these teams. I like both these programs and what they're doing. And and I have no earthly idea. Yeah, normally I would just take the home team. I would probably in this situation just take
0: the team catching points. You give me more than a field goal, I'll take Auburn. You want to talk about a a beautiful set up a football you got the next game we'll talk about in a minute uh well the last game utah usc on friday night late and then you've got michigan wisconsin at 11 a.m you got auburn texas a&m at 2 30 you got notre dame georgia at 7 and on your other tv you can have oklahoma state texas I, I was gonna say i it, might i'm gonna
1: need another game at seven o'clock
0: yeah, you got you got Oklahoma State, Texas. Because as much
1: as I want Notre Dame to be good, that
0: game could be over at halftime, and I'm gonna be pissed off if nothing else is there to watch. Wait, you just flip it over to ABC. Uh, I'm gonna go with A here. I, I think at some point, Bo Nix is going to look like a freshman, and I think A has the dudes to be able to score some points on that Auburn defense.
1: I, I just don't I don't understand you're enamored with him being a freshman when 80% of college football right now are true freshmen or redshirt freshmen doing incredible things. It's just they, all over the sport.
0: They can do incredible things, but they also have their moments where they look like freshmen. That's right, but,
1: okay, that's fine. Yeah, I, just don't, I, just don't, I just don't understand this argument when you look at half of the sport is nothing but true freshmen
0: doing big things. I'm not saying that he can't do big things. I'm saying that at some point, it will rear its ugly head and you're going to see mistakes made. Okay. And I think that first game... But I think
1: every quarterback does that.
0: I think every
1: quarterback has that issue, problem, or possibility.
0: First game, on the road for him in this spot, I think that this will be the first game that he's played where the crowd hasn't been almost I'm, 100% behind not. I'm not, I'm not
1: knocking your pick, and you could absolutely be right. I, I just don't understand your logic because it's only Auburn where you really nitpick the, the freshman quarterback. But everybody else is starting a freshman quarterback, and you talk about how great they play and and, and, and the position that they take their team to when they make these big-time drives to, to compete and, and to do big things. I just don't understand the consistency. That's all. That's all. Who, who? Well, we talked up Kentucky and their situation. We've talked up South Carolina and how good their quarterback looks. Like there are multiple quarterbacks that are true freshmen. The the, the kid at Bay uh, Boise State. I, like I just don't. I don't know yeah, at but, what but, point but, in time do you need to see a freshman be really good and say, you know what, maybe Auburn's freshman is good too. Like I own I own my biases. Okay, I have no problem. I know I'm not letting you talk right now. Yeah. But I have but I have no problem whatsoever saying. I hate this team. I'm picking against them. I'm not going to give you some bullshit reason why I think this is this and this is that.
0: No, I'm just going to tell you, I don't like their ass. No, because if I thought that Auburn was better than Texas A&M, I would pick them to win the game. Okay. Like, that's that's just how it is. Okay. Uh, as far as other freshmen, you brought up Kentucky. That kid is not a freshman. He's a freaking senior. Like, it, it, I'm – he came from Troy. He's a grad transfer, so no, I'm not going to talk about him in a big time pressure situation. But there are multiple
1: multiple freshmen. But,
0: but uh, Hank from Boise State, uh, we haven't talked about his his other games because he hadn't played anybody else. He had a big time spot against Florida State, and that's against a terrible ass defense, right? And like what Florida State has shown is they are awful. But yeah, Bachmeyer had an absolutely awful game against Marshall the week after, at home. like Yes, freshmen are going to have their spots. We didn't really recap a bunch about USC and BYU, but we did bring up on the recap that BYU confused him and actually made him look like a freshman. So yes, I have criticized these freshman quarterbacks. So this pick is not a biased pick. Okay. This pick is, I think Texas A and M is still a really good team. I do too. Nobody has believed. I picked them to win the SEC this year, and I think that they so. are at home here, going to be able to handle Auburn. Okay. And I think one of the reasons is because of the quarterback. Okay. I think that Kellen Bond is a better quarterback than Bo Nix. I think Bo Nix will make a mistake that will cost him the game. That doesn't mean he's not good. All that means is, I think he's a freshman. Going on the road, playing in front of one hundred five thousand people that don't like him, for the first time ever.
1: Yeah, he might be really bad. I I he
0: he may be great for most of the game, but he can have one absolutely crippling turnover. It's like Kirk Cousins, right? He's an NFL quarterback. He's pretty good, but in high pressure situations. But we've got years of seeing Kirk
1: be in that. We've got years of seeing James be in that. You've never seen this kid make that mistake. So yeah, you just but don't know. This
0: is just a prediction. This is just okay. a That's funny. Like, it's what I think is gonna happen. It's okay. And and you and I both have been wrong about these things before, and I will absolutely be wrong again. But that is why I'm making this pick. I'm going AM minus the four. Come on. Jesus Christ. <laughs> and you're going Auburn plus uh plus the four. you taking Auburn to win? No, take A and M to win. Take AM to win. All right. Now that we've gone through that, game number four. <laughs> Oklahoma State at Texas. Texas minus five and a half. Texas is number 12 in the country. Oklahoma State is not ranked, but by God, I feel like they probably should be. The total is 73 in this game, 6:30 p.m. on ABC at Royal Memorial Stadium. In Austin, Texas, everybody talks about Tom Herman with the underdog numbers, and he's so good as an underdog. And da 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 da. Texas five and one straight up and against the spread in their last six as a favorite by less than a touchdown. However, Oklahoma State seven and one against the spread, six and two straight up in their last eight as a dog. The two losses were to Oklahoma. Oklahoma State. 5 and 1 straight up in their last 6 against Texas. They have won 4 straight. And god, all week long I wanted to take Texas. Since the line came out, I was like I feel like Texas is probably the better team. But man, the more I look at this, the more I think I think Oklahoma State.
1: Mike Gundy is he doesn't like Herman and he's not afraid of Herman or Texas. No. Tried to no, fight exactly him last year not. after
0: this game. At their, their quarterback, Spencer Sanders, absolutely ridiculous. Real good. Wallace, the wide receiver. Oh, every, year, the every year they're gonna have a big wide receiver come uh, out of nowhere. And Shuba Hubbard. And I was just about to say. Oh, yep. No. Man. Now Sam Ellinger.
1: Sam is Sam is a stud. We have talked about him yeah. on our show. He is great. This
0: I will say this. I do think that this game will be
1: more fun to watch than Georgia Notre Dame. There's no question that this will be the game I'll be watching. I, I'm going to tell you this. I, Sam Sam is the best player on the football team. I'll he, take, I think
0: he's probably the best player on the field. Well, okay, just overall, on the field. That's
1: fine. But, That's what I meant. No, but he, he'll be the best player Saturday night on the, on the field. I'll take the other three over the best three Texas has got. If I I'd get a right. combination of the best running back, the best receiver, and the best best quarterback... I, I will take OKC uh uh OKC
0: Oklahoma State and and uh <laughs> and Mike Gundy. It's, I'm 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 rolling the same way as you. I like Gundy here. I I think if it is like this this he's looks just, like a field goal game. He just right?
1: has Texas's number. Yeah. And he's not afraid of Herman and he doesn't like Herman. And Gundy just seems to be able to get under
0: people's skin. I'm gonna assume that you're taking Oklahoma State. I'm
1: gonna take Oklahoma
0: State. I can understand it. I man, you think this goes over the 73? That, I don't think uh, either one of these defenses can stop it.
1: No, I don't. I don't either. But the the problem is, is if if they get into situations where Oklahoma State starts running the football a lot, you could eat a lot of clock up. Yeah,
0: you. Yeah, you 70,
1: might be right. 73, 73 and a half, is where it's been. i mean, That's a. It's a lot of points. I'm gonna just stay away from the over. Yeah, that's just. Oh, so they so could easily bust
0: eighty. I mean, that
1: that's not outside of the realm I mean, of I, possibilities. And
0: what was it, LSU? Texas was what forty-two to thirty-five. Yeah, I mean, yeah, no, it's it, mean, so they it, could
1: it, they could do this pretty easily. Yeah, and I think LSU's defense is better than, than both these teams' defenses, but it just the game flow changes that though. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's it's hard to say they did this so they they'll do that, um, but yeah, another I'll, big I'll game this. in Austin. I, I would say this. Texas fans are going to give me crap because I'm picking against them again two weeks in a row, two big games in Austin in a row. If if they lose these two big home games, big night games in Austin, that that is going to be a problem. Realistically, yeah. do I do I if you if I didn't believe in Gundy and I didn't know how much Gundy has owned this rivalry last few years, I I, I would say everything in me tells you just exactly what you thought. Yeah. I, I'm trying to talk myself into making Texas be the pick here. I don't. I, I don't know what things look like in Austin if he loses their two first big home games. They play two games a year, and if he loses two, both of them before the you know before you get really into league play before
0: you get into Oklahoma before you yeah. get to Texas or TCU, I mean it's not uh, you in. know
1: that's going to be tough.
0: Yeah, uh, I am going to pick Oklahoma State to win outright here. Oh, you got okay. You you got state to win it too. Yeah, I think I'm. I think I'm taking the Cowboys. Um, Whoo! Good gracious, that's hard. That is yeah. That's a. This is a tough one to read. Like I, I'm. I don't think I'm betting this one. But it, if I had to go that direction, that, that's that's the way I'd go. Yep. All right. Game number five is a Friday night game. The Utes, Kyle Whittingham's Utah bunch, a four point favorite at USC. Total is fifty and a half. It's Friday, 8 p.m. on FS1. It's at the Memorial Coliseum in Los Angeles. Utah has only been favored over USC two times. They covered both of them. They have covered three straight against USC. Aside from 2018 against Notre Dame, which they covered, USC has not been a home underdog since 2013, which is an insane streak. That's right. right. I mean, that's that's pretty crazy, especially for... As bad as that program has been at times the, the, in that that tells you
1: the, the, the talent that they've well, had. Well, not I mean, just it, the talent they've got, but the state of the Pac-12. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Nobody's
1: been able to come in there and really challenge them.
0: The Bear, Chris Felica, from ESPN's College Game Day, put out a tweet earlier that said something along the lines of Clay Helton uh, has been an underdog in, what, 12 games? or maybe it was 13 games, he's either 2-11 and 11, uh, against the spread and has not won any of them, or it's like 2-10 and 10 or whatever. It, either way, it's, it's bad. Yeah, it's not good. He's not very good as an underdog. I mean, this is a bad spot. I think Utah's defense, while their numbers are not setting the world on fire, we understand how good that defensive line is, how disruptive they can be, Slovis, he got he had some problems last week with See, BYU. I
1: man, they put up twenty seven points.
0: At, I understand, but he threw three picks. Uh, True, uh, that's that's where the uh, issue was. That's why they lost the game was the three picks. I think Utah can do a lot of the same things, and I think that they will be able to slow down USC much more so than BYU was. I I like Utah here. I'm gonna go Utah minus the four.
1: Yeah, I'd That's probably lay the points. So I don't. I don't like taking road favorites like that, but I'd, I'd probably take the points.
0: The I, points. I, Utah's. I think Utah's just the better team.
1: Like yeah. Sometimes it's
0: just that. Just is what it is. They're, they're poised to win this thing. So in USC schedule, at what is it? Utah now. Then they've got uh, Washington next week. And then what? Oregon the week after that, or something it's, like it's, that. Yeah, oh, no, Notre Dame. I know, Dame. I know they Dame.
1: have Washington and Oregon close.
0: It's uh, I don't know. If they do that. I don't think they play Oregon. I think I think it's Notre Dame right after okay, that. Okay, maybe not. So yeah, they lose this one. That would move them to two and two. And then you got Washington and Notre Dame. I mean, that puts you at two and four. Yeah. Scary situation for Clay Helton, man. I got to tell you. All right, let's get into the extra points. Um, wow. A lot, of, a lot of interesting games this, this week. So we're going to rapid fire okay. right through this. Air Force at Boise State on Friday night. Boise an eight-point favorite. Boise 1-5-1 and one against the spread against Air Force all time. Pretty crazy. Uh, Air Force off a big win over Colorado. Boise has looked good. This could be maybe a letdown spot Friday night. You know, we'll, we'll see. Uh, how do you feel? I have no idea. No idea about this one? No feeling whatsoever. Air Force's offense is tough to prep for. Very tough to prep for. Colorado at Arizona State. Arizona State, a a seven-and-a-half-point favorite coming off of a huge win in East Lansing over Michigan State. Colorado coming off of a overtime, just kind of momentum-stopping loss to Air Force. Uh, This could be really close. Colorado... I'm not going to say handled, but they beat Arizona State by a touchdown last year. Uh, Colorado's still got a really good offense. Right. They've, they've got some playmakers. That is one thing that Arizona State did not have to worry about with Michigan State. I think Colorado's going to be able to score a little bit on these guys. It may not be much, but they will be able to put up points. Washington, a six-point favorite at BYU. And there's a lot of money on Washington right now, Right. I don't know. There it is right line. there. 86% of the bets are on Washington, and the line actually went down. And that's always a scary proposition, right? Yeah. Because it, it kind of means that Vegas wants you to bet Washington. I'm probably going to roll with them because I think I think Washington is just that much better. Washington beat BYU 35-7 to last year in Seattle. Uh, Washington, you know, coming off of that Cal loss— I think they're they're fired up. They understand we cannot lose again. Jacob Eason, I think, finds a way to get this done. I think he will be able to perform better against that BYU defense. But remember, this is the fourth straight Power 5 team that BYU has had to play. They've That's gone right. across the country and back. Uh, they're home underdogs again. I, I think I like Washington in this spot. Kentucky at Mississippi State. Right now it's a six-point line.
1: Both these teams coming off. Pretty brutal losses.
0: Yeah. Um, Kentucky's, I feel like, was maybe more excruciating. Mississippi State, Tommy Stevens, quarterback, still day-to-day. We don't know exactly what's going to happen there. Garrett Schrader may be the starter. Uh, either way, I think there's just there's problems in Starkville. And I will say, Kentucky, this, this east-west rivalry that they've got with Mississippi State, the home team has won every year. And they have really dominated. I was just about to home say every they,
1: year. they've won pretty pretty easily. Pretty every year. pretty
0: handily. Yeah. Um but man, I just I don't trust Mississippi State at all here. I like Kentucky. I think they're pissed off the the way that their guys have talked since losing that game to Florida. It's so frustrating. They are they should, they have that game won. Yeah, they are fired up. Michigan State, minus 9.5 at Northwestern. Again, rolling through really quickly. Uh, the Spartans, just an ugly loss. You know, it should have had a, another chance at a field goal. Not that we know that they would have made it, but at least they should have had the other opportunity uh, over Arizona State. But they lose at home there. Now they got to go on the road to Northwestern, who loves covering as a dog. Uh, well, they just like covering
1: and winning against Big Ten teams.
0: Yeah. I mean, last year—that's just what they do. Last year went 0 for against non-conference competition,
1: undefeated. undefeated well,
0: a, aside from Michigan, but went eight and one, uh, seven and one, whatever it was. Seven they, and one. They lost to Michigan. Oh, that's right. Covered. I don't. I don't remember them playing Michigan. They lost 20 to 17 at home. Okay, I missed that. And so, um, but yeah, they at Northwestern at home is a scary proposition. This I'm offense, not. I'm not
1: worried about the Northwestern situation. I don't know that Michigan State should be a 10 point. Against anybody,
0: I don't. I, I agree with
1: you. I mean, I, I just they just don't look good.
0: No, when they go up against not good defenses, well, that's
1: one thing. Little teams that they can push around, yeah. But almost anybody in the Big Ten outside of Rutgers, they shouldn't be able to push around.
0: Well, even even Rutgers, they only beat by three last year. Yeah, but it, their offense was was yeah. even worse last season. Yeah, I'm not worried about last year. Yeah, uh, Northwestern in these spots is, is almost. Just love money. We love them. Absolutely love them. Oregon minus ten and a half at Stanford. Stanford looks awful. Awful. Yeah, um, they're bad. And how Oregon's only a ten point or ten and a half point favorite? I'm not quite sure. There's a lot of public money on the Ducks here. Uh, Mario Cristobal, if he's gonna get it done, man, you you better beat Stanford this year. Like it, and I understand it's on the road. Stanford coming back from going cross country. I mean, man, UCF put them down last week. And it was not a pretty sight whatsoever. Cal plus two at Ole Miss. The Bears got to go across the country to play an 11 a.m. game in Oxford. It's going to be like the seventh circle of hell in Oxford. It's going to be 100 degrees. Humidity at like 98%. Just ugly. Now, I don't think that Ole Miss is very good. But, man, this is bad situational football for Cal we I
1: just we just we disagree on this game. Um, I'm not picking it as a gambling pick, but I've I, got it as I one. Think, I think Ole Miss is one bad half against Memphis away from being a uh, three-no football team. And and you might be right. Before the season started, we were flipped. You had Ole Miss winning this game, and I had Cal winning this mm-hmm. game. And today, Cal is better than I thought. The Cal is fine. Cal hasn't really changed a whole lot. Ole Miss is a lot better than what I thought they were. And my expectations were pretty low. And I I think they're going to give them hell. And I think that heat, I think those
0: boys from the West Coast. that they, they might just fall they out. They're going to fall apart
1: because it's going to suck.
0: Last one, Appalachian State at North Carolina. North Carolina is a three-point favorite that is down from three and a half. Uh, North Carolina got their first loss last week. They looked like complete garbage in the first half, and I think that's the way to bet if you're going to do it is you take Just App State in the first half. In the first, their first half uh, have been bad every week. Every week. North but they're Carolina the comeback like kids. Trash. Yeah, they, they are the comeback kids. Sam Howell looked good again last week. Uh, not in the first half, obviously, because they, none of them look good in the first if, half. If they
1: played a fifth half or fifth quarter,
0: man, i I, I uh, have won that game. I'll tell you this. The metrics actually have App State favored in this game. And I told you this before the season. Yeah, like I, I, I think North Carolina probably going to win. Yeah, but man, I, this this seems like a rough spot because North Carolina's got Clemson next week. You know they're coming off of a loss last week. Uh, I think App State, they they are looking to get a big time win, kind of the same way UCF did last week. This is, you know, the in-state team, and so that uh that is going to wrap it up for the college football preview show. As always, go over to winningcureseverything.com. You can find more information on us over there. Hit subscribe on YouTube, whatever your favorite podcast app is. Make sure you go to tunicatravel.com. NFL Big Game Previews. The show brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. They got six incredible sports books. I was just down at them last weekend. Fantastic stuff. A bunch of them got kiosks set up now. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Horseshoe does not have theirs yet. Gold Strike, I didn't see any at their place. Samstown has like six of them. They're all over the place over there. Hollywood, they've got one. Uh, I'm telling you, these places are great. Go check them out for yourself. Fantastic stuff. You can find more information on it over at tunicatravel.com. You can find more information about us at winningcureseverything.com. If you're watching on YouTube, hit that subscribe button. Leave us some comments. Tell us what you like, what you don't like. Tell us where you agree, where you don't agree. Because I know a lot of you don't agree with what we think, and that's fine. Um, a lot of you don't agree with what Chris thinks either, and that's fine. But it is what it is. You said we. You didn't have to single me out. I, well, I'm just saying. There were, there were some guys we, that were calling you out. We that's... were the same person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right, let's jump into the big games of the week, and then we'll, uh, we'll hit on the interesting matchups, the extra points. Big game number one. One of the biggest games of the year. At, I think it might be.
1: This is, this, I mean, it, I'm mean, i so ready. If this is a letdown, I'm going to be disappointed. Chiefs and Ravens.
0: Golly. Lamar, Chiefs,
1: Patrick. Yeah. Come on. This is Chiefs minus six this and year. a half.
0: What, what's the total on this one?
1: 52. Uh, big, big, big uh, What
0: was it, 55? 54 it a 50, and a half. 54 and a half. 54 and a half. Um, Lamar Jackson looks unbelievable. I had somebody ask me about Lamar Jackson today on Twitter. Okay. And they said, is this just a real quick blip? Or is he going to remain good for the rest of the season? So they asked you, the one of us that hates Lamar. Yes. As and you, one you of us will us be proud Lamar. of what I said. Okay. I said, I think I think this is a full year thing. They built this offense. Around him. Around him. And it is brilliant. If he doesn't like what he sees, he has lanes to be able to run. If he doesn't like what he sees down the field, he has got his tight end to be able to throw to. So Correct. for his, his mid range. Checking down. And then he's got speedsters. That's right. I mean, just and up. he's got a cannon and he can hit him deep. Yes. And, and he has a really pretty deep. Hollywood end. Brown has been so good. So good.
1: unbelievable. This is a fun team.
0: Yeah, they really are. Uh, and they'll put
1: up some points. I've on the spent teams. my entire adult life hating hating this organization, despising everything about them. Lamar, building bridges.
0: Yeah, a little bit. Bring, bringing people together. Uh, Mahomes, Tearing down that wall. Mahomes, of course. Yeah. It doesn't matter who he's, he has playing on his team. He's the MVP. He might throw 60 touchdowns. He's just incredible. Yeah, he really is. Uh, I did bring up on the recap show his success rate in the red zone has not been that good. In a game that he threw for... Almost 450 yards and four touchdowns. He wasn't in the red zone a lot. Well, that's that's what I was going to Because he out. throws for 40-yard bombs. Yeah. He, he. When you don't get into the red zone a lot because you've got so many explosive plays. Because you players, score from
1: 30 yards out instead of 20.
0: The success rate really doesn't matter at that point. Like it, The success rate is, is about 38%, which is 27th in the league. Last year, he was second in the league.
1: If he had 450 yeah. yards and one touchdown, I would be concerned.
0: But no, not not with this. Now I was a little concerned because they didn't score any in the second half. It's fine. But did they win the game? Handily, yeah, they won the game. They beat the hell out of them. Yeah, they, they scored a bunch of points. Won their their last ball game in Oakland ever, ever, ever. ever. Yeah, um, that was pretty big. Pretty big showing. As far as picks go, the fact that this has gone down to six and a half. I think I still might ride with the Ravens.
1: I'm taking Baltimore. I'm riding Lamar. Hey, the, this Chiefs team is really good, but they're gonna get got, and there's yeah. only a few teams in the league that can get them.
0: Yeah. Okay. And you're taking the Ravens to win straight up? I'm gonna I'm gonna take the Ravens to win the game. I'm gonna take the Chiefs to win. I'm gonna take the Ravens because this is still in Kansas City. Correct. Um, yeah. I. Yeah, I'm taking the Chiefs to win straight up. I'm taking the Ravens to cover. This will
1: be one of two really good offenses the Chiefs have to play all year.
0: Yeah. So. And there's, yeah, it's like you said, there ain't that many. No. Uh,
1: Especially not in that division.
0: You're taking Ravens straight up and. and I'll pull the upset.
1: I'll pull the upset.
0: Okay. I'm with it. Game number two. uh, You will actually be at this game. I'll be there. That's right. Got my ticket and everything. The Rams minus three at the Browns. Sunday night football. Coming to Cleveland, baby. Your Brownies finally got the win. Got a win. Look good doing it, too. Looked pretty good. Now, obviously. A lot to work on still. Yeah. But, uh, but I, hey, Odell Beckham,
1: Jr. There's a reason you just kind of deal with his pain
0: in the ass stuff. I'll tell you this. I was pretty excited about it because I because so I took over. One of my buddies legacy teams or whatever it's called in in fantasy, right? And he had really hard
1: not to talk fantasy football.
0: uh, Yeah, but I like I I'm I'm gonna throw it out there because like this is a big game preview, whatever, but everybody wants to hear about somebody else's fantasy team. His he I had OBJ on this thing. And he had like I had to get 25 and a half points. This dude scored like 27 fantasy points last night. It was ridiculous. Uh, but Maybe. I think he's going to be able to do that against a lot of people. Podcasts are turning off all over the place. Oh, that's fine. That's fine. Actually, that's not fine. Please, God, keep listening. Keep keep watching. <laughs> but man, I'm telling you, like I he's think really he's really good gonna, at football. Yeah, he's really good. Which is why
1: you deal with his piddly pain in the ass stuff. Yeah. Because it's I, not real destructive. It's just annoying.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think I think you're right. Nobody really gets
1: hurt in the stuff that he talks about and does. It's just all about him, and that's fine. You put him on an island. You say go real far, I'm gonna throw the ball up, you make the catch, and you score.
0: And we're okay. The the only thing that I'm worried about with the Browns right now is this offensive line. Oh yeah, they've got a lot to work on. I I thought the Browns are not a
1: finished product at all.
0: I thought they'd be a better unit. No, I no, no, no. I
1: okay. I thought they would be above average, but I think the grading of average has gone down in the league. They, yeah. they may finish top 15 offensive lines when the season's over yeah, with,
0: but, th- but, they ain't but,
1: but they're not good. They're not good. Baker's going to have to get the ball out faster. One thing they're just going to have to do, it drove me insane. First, this started the very first quarter of the game, so it's not the end of the game and and they're bleeding the clock down. Every single play call, every snap gets down into three seconds, two seconds, one second. That is the offense not getting the play-in in time. Yeah. I, so I had a conversation with a Cleveland friend of mine that's connected to the team. Used to do a, uh, an AM radio show there and then went on the internet, talked Brown stuff for a while, connected, wrote for, for the team and, and for a couple of sports, not newspapers, when newspapers died they were looking for freelancers. Um, so he's, he's connected. He's plugged in. And he and I had the conversation. I said, look, this might be uh, an unpopular opinion. Todd Munkin's a hell of a football man. He's a really good offensive coordinator. I think all that takes on being a head coach, especially for the first time, I would not want Freddie to have that responsibility right now. At least for yeah. this year. Let's get your and it's not an overreaction of how the offenses look the first two weeks, because I think they're gonna, I just think it's really hard to be a head coach. There's a reason that 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 the stress and all the work goes into it. If you could take one thing off of his play and put it on a very, very capable hands of someone else, I think I would do that right now. Yeah, I think I agree. But not my decision, not my not my not problem, but um, the offense is getting better. They're going to struggle. I think it's going to be a lower scoring game. Oh, I, I, I agree. I think, I think the, Bear, the, the Browns defense is getting better. There's nobody in the league that can block Miles Garrett. There's just no one in the league that can do it.
0: Yeah, you might be right. But I do wonder if there's anybody in the league that can block Aaron Donald. Uh, 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 is, is Aaron Darnold – I mean, is, uh, uh,
1: <laughs> yeah. No, that's it. Uh, You're good, Aaron Darnold. Donald. Donald, Donald, Donald. Um, I was thinking if, Sam yeah, Darnold because if if, of the, if, if uh, uh, here's the problem is he going to play? Is he healthy? Uh, so far as everything
0: I've read, yeah. Okay.
1: Yeah. Right. I, I haven't he went seen out, Saints, come out. He went out to the Saints game.
0: So yeah, but they, I mean they they've all said that he'll be back this week. Okay. No, I did. Unless I've missed something. Did you see something else? No, yeah. no. I didn't see anything that's normal people don't see, but
1: okay. it's rare for him to come out of games the way he did.
0: Uh give me a pick.
1: I'm going with my Browns. Browns straight up. They're gonna win this football game. They're a home dog at night and prime time on Sunday night football. The first time Sunday night, Monday night football have been to Cleveland in over a decade. They're coming away with the W. Okay. And the Rams just aren't gonna go undefeated. It's just not gonna happen.
0: They're I don't gonna. Think go they're gonna
1: fall apart. They're gonna have a bad game here or there. And I'm gonna tell you this: If Miles Garrett's gonna be breaking ankles, what happens if Goff goes down? Because that's not out of the realm of possibilities.
0: I mean, at that point, who is their backup right I, now? I don't. Blake Bortles. Oh yeah. I do know the answer to that. I'm gonna go with the Rams here. Go ahead. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take. That's the, three. the right
1: move. That's the smart move. I mean, that's 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 the. That is the play, especially to win. Now, there might be people that will take it. So let me give you a little Vegas Insider information. 93% of the people as of Tuesday evening, almost Wednesday morning, are on the Rams. I feel better and better about this.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll side with the. Prime time, <sighs> prime time in Cleveland, baby. No, go with the Rams, please. please I'll please roll with the Rams. With the Rams. That's, yeah, I'll stick. I'll stick with the Rams. That's Stick fine. with them. That's fine. It's you you get your W. It's gonna be that'll incredible. be all right. All right, game number three, um, the Texans at the Chargers. Now, Chargers didn't look real good last week. Well, they haven't looked good in two weeks. No, they they haven't looked good. Period. No. Um, what's the what's the money like? I mean, it's 74% on Houston. Yep. But I don't like Houston either. Nope. I just... Me neither. Yeah, you know what's crazy? Like, these are supposed to be two of the better teams. They're not. And they
1: are so not. They're not. I, look, And I love the Chargers. You know how I feel about this team. But, I mean, that's, that's not, my Super Bowl team. Today. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a Phillip Rivers fan. I've defended him forever. They're just not. This team is too hurt. Nobody's consistent. They they need Mike Williams to be healthy and stay healthy. They need Keenan Allen to be healthy and stay healthy. And when they get in the red zone, they need to hand the ball to our boy, Jaren Jackson, because Mike Eckler has carried the ball. Justin Jackson. Justin, Justin Jackson. Yeah. yeah J- Jaren J- Jackson J- plays for the Grizzlies. <laughs> I'm getting I'm getting all my my JJs mixed up. J three. Yeah. J three. Um, Austin Eckler. I called him Mike Eckler because it's late and I'm I'm crazy. Yeah. Austin Eckler. Has carried the ball in both games, got in the red zone and fumbled both times. This guy is a pass catching back. He gets out in the open field. He's really, really good. Yeah. When you get all these big, nasty dudes together, he didn't run between the tackles. He didn't no. run between the guards. That's what Justin does.
0: Yeah. I, I don't think Eckler's good at that. Quit putting um, Eckler in the game in that situation. Yeah, it pisses I, me off. Well, you remember last year I was so high on Anthony Lynn. I'm like, he proved everybody wrong, and and it, it and it's not. He's it's not, not terrible. His decision. No, well, some of um, it is, but you're right. But man, that, there's just some stuff that's going on this year that's very questionable. If I have to pick this game, what's the line? Three. Yeah, three.
1: I'm gonna take the Chargers because I don't know how not to take the Chargers.
0: Well, that's, I, see, I don't trust Bill O'Brien here there's, either. There's no team that lulls uh, me in like them. Yeah, I'm I'm rolling the same way. I mean, I I'm all favorites right now. Um, I don't think I will be. No, you took the Ravens. You're I took the Ravens favorites. plus six and a half, but I took the the Chiefs. To oh, win. you're talking about oh, just yeah, waiting. just like straight up. I haven't taken a, a dog to win yet. Um, but that's okay. I mean, we'll we'll figure this out. So. Game number four, Falcons at the Colts. Colts are a one-and-a-half-point favorite. I, the Colts have looked really good.
1: They're a really good football team.
0: Now, that being said, like, we said that the Chargers didn't look real good in week one, but they did get the win over the Colts. Correct. Uh, they didn't cover for me, but that's okay. Uh,
1: Colts coming home for the first time? The Colts are not 2-0. Strictly because Adam Vinatieri has left like 14 points out on the field, in missed field goals. Yeah,
0: everybody kind of. Did you see the Pat McAfee thing? No. McAfee did a video that was like. But oh, I love Pat. So in honor, I need to find it. he said, in honor of you know, Vinatieri, you know the goat possibly retiring. Uh, there's only one thing left to do, and it shows him putting on his Colts jersey, and he's going out to the practice field, and he lines up to kick a field goal, and he kicks it. And you hear him like cussing. It's Emma for this and whatever. And he goes, "All right, so that's not going to work." <laughs> but what you can do is go over to FanDuel and do, yeah. you know it's all yeah, this it sk- it's an advertisement yeah plug. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, he it's it was hilarious. But yeah, Vinatieri, they
1: they are they are four, not not just like a missed extra point here and a missed field goal there. That that Chargers game, he missed two field goals, two extra points.
0: Yeah, that's, that's eight points there. Eight points, you lose he by He missed two extra points, six. and did he miss a field goal against the – Titans, yes. Yeah, so he missed a field goal and two yeah. extra points. He's missed he's
1: missed a lot, a lot. So, I mean, we're we're talking – So, I, I just think they'll get those things cleaned up. They'll get somebody in that can kick that's not 45 years old, and they'll be – I like this Colts team. I've got the Colts winning. I think I like them to win this division – I, I think it's hard to lose a guy like Luck, but that tells you how good of a job they've done building this team to where they, they can win without him. They are finally in a position where they are not all about one guy. Yeah. It's I, – man, I want to take the Falcons here so bad. Oh, and after that what's, Sunday what's, night game? What's the money looking like? After that Sunday night football game, I wouldn't put one nickel on the Falcons. They won that game. It's eighty percent Falcons. Gone. Good, going.
0: Give me Gone the Colts. Going to do it. No, I'm do good. It. Colts minus one and a half It's going to be spectacular for both of us. Right? You're taking Colts. Yes, sir. Okay. Minus one and a half. All right. Game number five.
1: This That's is going to be a big game. Yeah. But now it's like we need five games for the
0: big games. The Saints. There's not a lot of big games this week. Well, there's some that are that are intriguing. Yes, I, um, I'm going to
1: tell you this: if the Jags can get to 500, then every game they play, it's going to start oh being yeah. a big game because they're not going to blow anybody out. So they're all going to be close games. And then the second thing is they got a star at quarterback that is the most intriguing person in the NFL. Uh,
0: I do agree with that.
1: So we need we need some of these dudes to turn into stars.
0: I think Minshew could do that, but uh, so we're not talking about that. We're talking about the Saints and the Seahawks yes. for this one. But, but we'll get into the other stuff here yes. momentarily. Uh, Saints and Seahawks. Seahawks minus four. Uh, what's our money looking like here? It's pretty even. Oh no, it's not. It there. was public. I remember. Seventy-six I percent.
1: Yeah. On that's the Seattle. That's the only bet that I'm I'm just sucker betting it all in on the public. I love this team. I I haven't liked them. Recently, but you know how I feel about Russell Wilson. And last year's yep. Russell Wilson broke my heart because for the last three, four, five years of Russell Wilson being in my life, he was hustle and bustle. He was one of the most entertaining and spectacular quarterbacks on the field. Last year, the offense just took everything he was good at and dumbed it way down. Yeah. And They they put the governor on him, and they said, no, you don't get to drive over 55. And it, it was terrible. Yeah, and he put up good fantasy points, and he still won a bunch of games. But it wasn't the
0: same. I mean, they made it to the playoffs, it, but once but he, they got into the playoffs, he it, wasn't the same Russell Wilson. Was, well, no, and I told you that that's what worried me about him because I was it's still to. Brian Schottenheimer calling I'm the getting, offense. I'm getting it? But they they changed it up. I don't anyway.
1: know. I don't know if they changed it up. I have no. I'm not plugged into this team. I don't have any connections in Seattle. I know this. They got in that Steelers game, and he said, "No, I'm going back to the old Russell." We are airing this thing out. Y'all go deep. You run post. You run slants. There's no three, four, five yard outs anymore. We are we are lighting it up. If I can't get it, I'm running. Yep. But we are going. We're turning this offense back up to eleven. And and they did. I know they did it against a bad defense. The Saints defense is far far better than the Steelers defense has been. And and that's going to be a tougher thing. I think Bridgewater is going to be much improved from just getting thrown in the game. If there's any coach that I trust to get a quarterback ready in one week, it's Sean Payton. But with all that being said, man, I, I'm, I'm taking the Seahawks and I'm going with the public strictly on the philosophy of I want Russell Wilson to be exciting again. I need explosive I think Russell Wilson in my life. And if he is, Bridgewater can't hang with that. They, they'll win this game and they'll win by a touchdown.
0: We'll uh, we'll talk about this in the Gambling Picks uh, podcast, okay. the NFL one. Uh, and I've got some stats that, that I kind you. of back things up uh, with the way that I'm leaning there. I, I'm going Seahawks minus four. Cool. You're going Seahawks minus I'm four. I'm going Seahawks minus four. We are siding with the public, and that is a terrifying thing. You know what I might do in this game? That
1: over-under, is 44-and-a-half. I, I actually like the over.
0: 44 and, a half
1: and you I, like that. I ring. think this. I A, I Dude, think, I think Seahawks, Bridgewater
0: looked. He's gonna list.
1: look, but he's gonna look better. They're gonna score. They're gonna score at least twice. If if Russell Wilson score thirty-five, and they get fourteen plus maybe a field goal here or there, I'm I'm I busted, and we're good. I I look, you can do what you want, and I could be dead ass wrong. I've been it before. That's fine. I, I think Russell Wilson's offense is going to be much better, and I think Teddy Bridgewater is going to get this offense looking decent.
0: Okay.
1: And I also think Sean's going to have some tricks up his sleeve. They're not going to run just a conventional offense for four quarters. No. Because that's not the Sean Payton I know. When he gets back into a corner, he he, he just yeah. pulls some stuff out. He,
0: he We're going to see ways.
1: Taysom Hill a lot.
0: No, I think uh, I think you're right about that. All right, let's uh, let's move into the extra points really quick. Steelers at the 49ers. 49ers, a six and a half point favorite. It was a pick'em to start. And then Roethlisberger, it was announced he's out for the season. Right. Line jumped up to seven. It's back down to six and a half. Uh, public seems to be big time on uh, on the Steelers, right? Yes, sir. 63%. 78%. 78% of the money on the oh, Steelers. Oh, that's money. Yeah, yeah, the spread 63% on the Steelers to cover 0 um,
1: 2 Steelers versus. Two and 49ers.
0: No, I don't think anybody. Nobody saw that. had that coming. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I think you know. If I had to lean one way, I'm I'm probably leaning Steelers because it's just way too many points, and I think Mason Rudolph is pretty good. Like I, I think Rudolph's he looked better. okay. Mason
1: Rudolph was going to be fine. Listen, that offense didn't look any worse with him in there than Ben. No, I I think it looked a little better. Yeah, it, like so. Chris Long for. And I think that I, could have to do with, in the, with the injury podcast, but. But um, Chris Long was on Ron Rusillo's podcast on the Ringer and on Mondays, and he talked about how I always like watching backup quarterbacks and how the team celebrates them after they score their first touchdown. And you can tell, does the team believe in this guy? Or is it a relief? Is it a, oh, all right, we got one? Or is it a, they love this guy and they're fired up? And he said, I- I'm telling you, the way the Steelers celebrated around him – they they trust him. The guys on the field trust him just as much as they trust Ben. That's so that's, awesome. that could speak well for him and for that organization going through the rest of this year. I think for the first time in since he's been there, we're finally getting the Kyle Shanahan team that we've waited for for three years. Garoppolo's looked pretty good. Garoppolo's looked and that defense really good. Holy and that, crap, front, that the front, Now they've still got no secondary. They got no secondary Ooh. whatsoever. But you know what? The, a bad secondary's best friend is a front seven. And they yep. got a front seven that's getting after folks. Now that offensive line for the Steelers is supposed to be a strength. Hadn't been a strength all year. Still I'm I'm going to tell you this. Rudolph is going to get pressure. He's going to get it. He didn't get it a lot against Seattle, which I don't know what's going on with Seattle's defense. This is why I think Teddy could score. But anyway, I <laughs> I, I think I man I, I think I'm going with the 49ers. I and, and a lot of this is hard. A lot of this is I want Kyle Shanahan's offense to be fun. Yeah. I want a Kyle Shanahan team to be really good because when he's been good in the NFL, it's a lot of fun. And we need something fun
0: happening after
1: all these guys going down and getting hurt. We need fun
0: yeah. to happen. We need Garoppolo to look good. We need we need good things going on. Yeah. Who we got next? Next up, the Broncos at the Packers. Oh, Packers are talking about seven and a half fun. point. Uh, and then just Sucking the wind out of Father. I know, right? Uh, Packers didn't score after that quick 21 to nothing lead against the Vikings. Big lead. Got a big lead. Uh, got a, got a big lead but this seems like a ton of points. However, Joe Flacco, good gracious, no, man. This just, Packer defense, I don't trust Joe. Um, not, neither do I. And like I'm staying away from this one. Oh, if, I won't touch this game at all. If I, if I had to go one way or the other, I, I'd probably go. Probably go Broncos just because seven and a half seems like a lot. Like that I, hook is pretty yes, crazy. If I
1: get over a um, touchdown, because it, it just and simply because the Broncos defense is still really good. And there's just something still not right about the Packers offense. When they scored 21 points, I thought, okay, we're getting the Packers offense that that people have talked about for years. But the last three years it hadn't been there. Yeah. They scored 21 points by the by the second quarter, middle of the second quarter, and I thought, okay. The Packers are back. And with the rest of the game, they didn't score. And they weren't in the red zone. I mean, no. They weren't field goal range. They, not they didn't, they didn't get I mean, close. it was three and out, three and out, three and out, three and out. And I just thought, maybe, maybe it's not fixed. Maybe it's just Kirk Cousins gives you a couple turnovers and you can score on short fields. Yeah. I don't know the answer. I know this. Broncos defense is still pretty good. Offense, still long not good.
0: way to go. Still not good. Uh, next up. Raiders and Vikings. This is in Minnesota. Vikings minus eight and a half. Uh, the money is actually going towards. The it's way back up uh, Way back at the top. Uh, it's the Raiders. Where the hell am I? There it is, Oakland. I'm bad at driving here. Let's see. That's 50 50 split with 97% even. of the money line bets coming on Minnesota. Which just, is kind well, of whenever crazy. you got a touchdown game, yeah, most people are yeah. knocking them. Um,
1: I just. Eight and a half seems like a lot of points. I got no earthly idea
0: what to think of either one of these teams. I uh, Kirk Cousins, we, you talked about this before. He throws the most back breaking interceptions. He turns the ball over. Now if they, the have worst a lead, if they have a times. lead,
1: Vikings aren't that's what I'm saying. This is why this is where live betting comes in. If they have a lead, just keep pounding them. Every quarter, just keep pounding the Vikings over yeah, because,
0: and over. Because once and they over, get that lead and over.
1: they're running Dalvin Cook that's, like it's going out that's of style. Right. If they don't have the lead, just wait until they're in scoring position. And then you just bet turnovers. He's gonna turn it's gonna happen.
0: Yeah. Um I I wouldn't bet this one.
1: Oh no, I'm saying I'm saying I'm saying
0: real far away from Uh it. if you did want to lean, I'd probably go Raiders here, but uh, not to win. I, I don't know oh, that I would do that just because I'm
1: I don't know. Like I said, if the Vikings get out early, they're gonna stay out. Oh, that's yeah. just that's just the way they're gonna be. Yeah.
0: But if but if I had to lean. That's fine. I'd I'd probably do Raiders just because 8.5 seems like an enormous amount of points. Next up, the Bengals at the Bills. This is in my gambling picks. Um, Bengals did not look good last week. They overperformed in Game 1, I think, for... What's the head coach's name? Zach Taylor? Yes. Overperformed Week 1 in Seattle. Uh, Going on the road at the Bills, this defense for the Bills is legit. You were... 100% 100% dead on with them. Uh, Josh Allen looks a little bit better. Running game, dude, Singletary is something Now he, else.
1: He, he pulled a hammy last week. Those no soft tissue things yeah. scare me to death. Hey, so before the season, I thought this team could win nine games and they um, are, are a wild card team. I think they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah, I feel really good about that. I think nine games might be generous are not enough. Yeah. That they could legitimately so I looked at their schedule the other day. I don't have it up and I'm not going to start searching for it now, it'll take too long. But they they're going to start I think they're going to start off 3 and 0 and I it's not real high. At some point in time they still got the Dolphins twice. Yeah. I mean, they, I think this team They got could the Jets win. again. Yeah, I think this team could win 11 games, 12 games. Is that crazy? I don't think so. I mean, that schedule is, is... And they're really good. Like that's yeah. not just
0: the that, schedule is super soft, and that's that's not. Just talking also really the, good. That's not talking about the offense. No, like the offense is is good. Fine, it's good. Fine, the defense that, is
1: real good. Defense, next is level, unbelievable. Good. Good. No, yeah. I completely agree. I love this um, team.
0: John McDermott is the job he's done there. Coach, is,
1: coach right now he's my coach of the year. Whew. He starts the season off three and zero. He's coach of the year. I don't know,
0: man. And he played the Giants and the Jets and the you the, the you panels. keep
1: crapping on the, all these other teams. It doesn't matter to me. I think he's way better than advertised. Nobody gives that man credit.
0: No, I. Nobody I, I, I nationally give him credit talks about I just, Sean McDermott. I just don't think that the the three games that he would have won at the if they all won right, this so one.
1: So look at the talent he's got, and look at the talent everybody else has got. Bill's loaded. You're not giving it to Bill. Andy Reid's loaded. You're not giving it to Andy.
0: Yeah, but I, again, like I don't think it's teams. just based off these three games. Like I think he's going to do well. Well, with, yeah, but I only got yeah.
1: three games to look at.
0: <laughs> I haven't we haven't played the whole season. Three, three game sample size. He is the coach of the year.
1: Okay. Okay. I only got two games really. We're just assuming that he beats
0: the Bengals. Uh, next game. This Thursday, last, Thursday. night. We done. We we got two more. It's the, the two, two more. Well, the two primetime, the two primetime games. Thursday night From football. Titans at the Jags. Jaguars plus one and a half at home. Gardner Minshew is kind of like a covering machine, man. I like uh, this guy. Obviously, he didn't start week one, so he didn't cover against the Chiefs. But he did look really good in backup duty. He came out last week as a starter. He got the cover. You could not get any closer to that goal line than Leonard Fournette did. Um, but still, that that play calling I, really irritated
1: me. I love going for it. I love the balls to do that. You know that. I, I kind of wish they. I wanted them to put the ball in Gardner's hands, but that's because he's our guy. Well, and he's also the one that got him down the field. That's right.
0: Like, no, th- that, no, that's nothing, what Nothing me.
1: infuriates us more than a team running the ball, running the ball, running the ball, and then they get to the goal line, they throw it three times, or. Or passing, 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 yeah. and they get to the goal line and they run it three times right up the middle. Like we, we you, talked you, about, you this. just got 85 yards, yeah. like it was nothing. Doing one thing, it, you don't get was, down here.
0: Let's just throw that whole play. It, was, it away. was Kentucky and Florida. Yeah, oh, like my. on the college side, where oh lord, it, like you and I talked about, oh, where lord. it's so ready to fight. You, you get down the field by Sawyer Smith throwing the football, and in this case, it was Gardner Minshew throwing the football. And then you just just, and just throw
1: that whole game book away. Just did that whole, all those plays didn't even
0: matter. Let's let's forget the thing that actually worked. I mean, that just—it's so uh, frustrating. Uh, so Jaguars Titans have kind of owned them here recently. Uh, bad spot for the Jags, I think. They feel good about themselves, which of course, obviously, you always want to feel good. Pissed off Titans team coming in. It, this is always a bad, a bad spot for the Jags. It feels like.
1: Um, I don't know, man. I just have a this, hard time thinking the Jags are going to stow 0-3. At some point in time, they're going to have a kitchen sink game where they throw everybody everything at somebody.
0: I think things are weird with Jalen Ramsey and that head coach and, and all that. I don't think Ramsey is the only one that's upset with the head coach. I think there's chemistry. So I heard,
1: I heard something completely different about that today, which is the two defensive guys that got up and pulled um, uh, the coach away
0: mm-hmm.
1: were – were siding. They were sick of Ramsey too, but they they knew we gotta we gotta get the coach out of the situation. Yeah, but but they were sick of Ramsey, not not mad that the coach came over there. Right, right, right. It, if if still, other if other DBs are if your own position is siding with the coach, with management, over siding with 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 the player, then that's
0: not a good sign.
1: Uh, for the player. For the player. That's not that's yeah. not a problem in the locker room. That's a that one guy's an it, asshole. It
0: just it just makes me curious. Right. Okay. I'm just I'm just curious. Okay. Um Curiosity's not a bad thing. Yeah, I I, I, I want to see I want to see what happens. Just wanna see what happens. Finally we'll wrap it up. Monday night football. Bears at the Redskins. Redskins, a three and a half point dog at home. Uh, this game is a dog. Because good gracious, neither one of these offenses great at all. I, I don't. We gotta stop it.
1: calling this the big game.
0: Uh, it's the money. It's the. There's, prime a, time game. there's
1: only sixteen games, and there's, we talked about all
0: sixteen of them. No, we talked about eleven of them, and it's and these are just the extra <laughs> 11 points. Eleven the sixteen. These are these are the extra points. These are the interesting ones. That's and I'm I'm always gonna put Thursday night and Monday night well, and Sunday night in there. We shouldn't have that rule. So, because well, I don't always do anything. Maybe going forward, because tomorrow
1: is totally different than today, and I don't always do anything. Well, there are people that are interested in these games. Well, yes, because they're NFL fans of those teams. But if we're going to do that,
0: then let's break down all sixteen of them. Because eleven out of sixteen is ridiculous. If you're watching on YouTube or you're listening on the podcast, hit us up on Twitter. Leave some comments in the YouTube section. I mean, you just shit
1: all over the Tampa Bay fans.
0: If you think. Because we didn't talk about their game. About them and the Giants. Yeah. yeah we Miami-Dallas.
1: We, we didn't talk about them We at all. will
0: when we get TJ on for the uh, mean, for I, the gambling I, picks. Um, but if, look, you guys leave comments. Tell us what you want. Do you want us to talk about all the games? Do you want us to talk about fewer games? Do you think we're hitting it right in the sweet they're spot? They're
1: going to say all the games because it doesn't take any work for them to say, <laughs> talk about all of them. Maybe so. We'll see.
0: You guys get to decide. We'll, we'll listen. Well, listen, whatever y'all want us to do, we'll do it. We'll just roll right through every one of them, if need be. We're going to create a Venmo,
1: and (laughs) you send us some cheese so we can quit our jobs. We're not good enough at this to make a living at it. Right now, that's fine. There you go. One day if we do, I'll give you every game, every game in the world if I could do this for a living. Hey, believe that. I got three other jobs.
0: Believe that. All right, that's going to wrap up the show. As always, brought to you by Tunica, Mississippi, the South's premier sports gambling destination. Go over to tunicatravel.com to find more information on all of their sports books. Good stuff down there. Go to Everything.com to find more information about us. Subscribe on Apple Podcast, Subscribe on Google Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, etc. Leave us some nice reviews. Leave some comments. We'll see you guys again next time. Best breakdown of the week. Believe, Monday Night Football. believe that. <laughs> Thanks for checking out Winning Cures Everything. If you want to keep up with us, hit subscribe on YouTube or your favorite podcast app, visit the website at winningcureseverything.com, or you can like us on Facebook or follow us at winningcures, at GaryWCE, or at Chris B Giannini on Twitter. Share out the show, leave a nice review, and make sure to comment and tweet at us.
1: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time.